My name is Milian Mori and welcome to our podcast Warrior Family. We are a family of successful entrepreneurs, visioners, hustlers and leaders. We are compassionate, loving, fearless and determined. We fight for love, profits and a better world. And this podcast was made for future leaders, entrepreneurs, world changers and families all over the world. We gained our wealth by running one of the best network marketing companies in Europe and successfully coaching and speaking empire. Our stories, tips will show you that everything is possible. And this podcast includes all the best sales, marketing, relationship, personal growth, and health advice you can get and interviews with the most successful people in the world. Our motto is, my business is not my family. My family is my business. And we are here to show you how to have it all. How would you measure performance at all if there were no goals? Setting goals is a clear prerequisite for measuring their attainment. Goals provide an end point or target against which we can determine performance, successful or otherwise. We aspire to go achievement. Goals represent our progress over time and when achieved, provide a sense of completion and satisfaction. In this way, goals are integral to giving meaning and purpose to our lives. People who live their life without goals often fail to achieve what they could have achieved. Some people have this philosophy of being content at all time, which is good to some extent, but it does not work for you in the long run. You always need some solid motive to move on and this motive is provided to you by goals. Goal setting and achieving is not one event. It needs a thorough work out and a much planned process to achieve your goals. This process starts from identifying your goals in the first place because people often set some unrealistic and unachievable goals and in the end they will say that goals do not work. This is not the case. You need to identify your true goals in the first place in order to achieve them. So let's see what is the goal of having goals. Think about it. How many times have you decided on a course of action and simply didn't follow through with it? That is pretty much the norm for most people. Sometimes even setting goals at all is the harder part of accomplishing any. The easiest way of looking at this is to think of each and every new year. You know, new year. The largest part of new year's celebrations are not the parties and togethers. It is actually in their resolutions. As much as we all like to attend and talk about New Year's Eve parties, the most common source of conversation is the resolutions for the new year. All it really is is co-talk for new goals that need to be set. The only problem is that most of us set the same resolutions every year and every year and we are unsuccessful. After all, if we were successful, why would we need to keep making the same resolutions year after year? By setting goals and measuring their achievement, you are able to see what you have done and what you are capable of. The process of achieving goals and seeing their achievement gives you the confidence and a belief in yourself that you need to be able to achieve higher and more difficult goals. So what can neuroscience tell us about goals? When we set goals, we immediately channel our attention. It is default state, the brain is noisy with dozens of fleeting thoughts and our own internal narrative. 
Once we focus our attention on anything, we redirect random neural firing patterns to focus pathways committed to addressing the current challenge, whether that is completing a report by midday or deciding tonight's dinner. From all the possible ways in which we could deploy our energy, a specific and measurable goal immediately creates focus and energy towards its achievement. An interesting change occurs in our brain when we commit to a goal. Once we consciously focus on a goal, the brain subconsciously evaluates goal-relevant information in our environment that is consistent with achieving the goal. Like a reader, it selectively notices incoming data that maybe contribute to or influence the goal. Currently, the brain inhibits irrelevant information to protect our delicate cognitive capacities from overload. Goals also motivate work performance. Recent neuroscience research provides an interesting perspective. Findings show that we gain more satisfaction from reviewing completed goals compared to those yet <laughs> to be completed. However, we are more motivated by what still needs to be done. In effect, achieving a goal is fulfilling, while focusing on a goal to pursue is energizing. Motivation and brain our drive to take action, achieve goals and exert effort emanates from some of our oldest and deepest brain regions. Motivation is a survival necessity, so the neural circuitry developed for it is both extensive and heavily interconnected. You probably consider motivation a matter of a conscious choice, whether you will go out for dinner tonight with friends or stay home alone and watch a movie. But in the brain, decision-making, planning and control are predominantly top-down processes that is guided by conscious prefrontal cortical activity. And with this comes responsibility or our actions. But even seemingly simple choices like these are influenced by subconscious needs, priming and expectations. Evolution has something to say about your choices. To ensure our survival, subconscious systems have evolved to balance our choices on an approach and avoid spectrum. When we are motivated to pursue something, we trigger approach mechanisms that are reinforced by the neurochemical dopamine. By activating this system, we receive biofeedback that the activity is good, rewarding and enjoyable. This reinforces the positive flow and we pursue it further. An altogether different neurochemical <laughs> is released when we are confronted by an avoid scenario. Serotonin flutes neural pathways and activates the hypothalamus, which triggers the flight-fight response in the body. If the threat is close and the amygdala and ventral prefrontal cortex combining emotion and inhibition and if the threat is distance. The chemical balances in our neural networks are key to reinforcing how we feel and consequently respond to situation we are exposed to every day. There are also significant individuals variation in how we are motivated to pursue goals. 
reinforcement sensitivity and sensitivity theory originally developed in 1970s by psychologist John Gray the differentiate between reward and punishment sensitivity which influences the emotion associated with our motivation to pursue goals individuals with a reward disposition experience positive emotions such as hope and elation when considering a goal the neurochemical dopamine would be causing and reinforcing these positive emotions and as a result the goal feels right and there is motivation to move toward or approach it those with a punishment disposition are more likely to view goals with a fear of failure lens the risk that the goal may not be able to achieve generates the negative emotions of fear and anxiety reinforced by the neurochemical serotonin but the prospect of the goal feels uncomfortable and the consequent motivation is to avoid it smart goals smart goal can encourage you to develop some purpose with a limited time frame you can make dreams your realities and once you start making your dreams your realities then there is no way back and you will be traveling on merry way of success making your goals more specific is important if you are pursuing a target then you need to be very specific and con- concentrate and concrete on just one thing similar scheme is applicable for goals because if you are distracted and double minded then you may lose your path towards your goal another important thing in making your goals more specific is not to concentrate on multiple things instead you should try to make your routine and focus your energy on just one purpose even if you want to run multiple tasks for achieving some goal then you should split these m- multiple activities in different time frames because if you run multiple tasks in parallel then both of such tasks will be half done and they may have flaws in them for example if i want to write a book but at the same time i want to write articles for some paper then i will try to separate those these two tasks in different days of the week because i know that if i started these two things in parallel then both of these will become low in quality and i will not be able to con- concentrate fully on either of these things this is the way to make your goal more specific what you should do next making your goal measurable measurable goal is another advantage which you can avail because measurement will encourage you to progress even more and you will become more devoted and strong for achieving your goal i will tell you more about measurement and monitoring in coming chapters but here you should make sure that you must not set an unlimited goal you should always set some easy landmarks which you can achieve and mark your percentage of completion on these landmarks if not precisely but at least make a rough idea and make sure that you are getting closer to your goal with every landmarks 
These small measurements will not only help you to get closer to your goal, but after every measurement, you can also alter your path if you think that altering the path will rectify the problems. This is the easiest and simplest way of making your goal getting strategy more refined. People often carry on one plan for the whole goal achievement and face lots of difficulties while you can enhance your goal getting part in so many ways and this can be possible only by making your goal progress measurable. Making your goal attainable. Attainable means realistic and making your goal attainable means that you should attempt something which should be more realistic and possible in a proper and legal way. If you made some unrealistic dream for your goal, then things will start to get fuzzy and you will lose control over your goal. And there is another simple way of making your goal attainable and that is to split your goal in simple tasks. You can create subtasks from one big task and that will make it easier for you, I guarantee. For example, if you have to learn basketball, then you should start by just throwing the ball in one direction and on a particular height. This will take you to the next level and you will be able to learn other skills of basketball easily. Setting a relevant goal. Making your goal as much as relevant to your field or personality as you can is another very important thing. If you made your goal by following someone else's instructions, then in, it may happen that your circumstances may not work for that goal. Every goal requires different set of circumstances because there are different skills, different requirements and different paths for every goal to be achieved. You cannot just select some random goal from someone else's life and start making your way toward the goal. This will lead you to just chaos and nothing else. You need to think a lot before choosing a goal and make sure that you have selected a goal after a thorough research on every subject. You should select a goal which should be related to your field of actor's expertise. For example, if you are interested in sports, then you can make a goal to master some sports. Similarly, if you are working in finance department, then you can select some goal like making your own finance company. And there can be hundreds of such examples, but never make some irrelevant goal. Like if you like sports, then you cannot set a financial goal. It's obvious. Setting time limit for your goal. It often happens that people set their goals for an unlimited amount of time. This is not the right approach to go because this will relax you too much and you will not be able to work consistently. On the other hand, if you have a deadline approaching, then it can make you think about your progress rate. You can either make your progress fast or you can relax depending on the time frame. Effective way to do that is to make a partner and share your goal with him or her. This will help you in a way that you will feel yourself accountable to that person. He or she will ask you for your daily or weekly or monthly progress towards your goal and that person will also tell you the exact, exact measurement of your progress. When you know that you have to answer someone's questions, then you will feel more responsible and work even harder. Setting a deadline also means that you have to complete your goal in order to start another one.
This will encourage you to complete your goal fast and fast and faster. You complete your goal at the end, more time you will get for your other goals and so on. Setting up your goals is the most important crucial thing. People often cannot set goals for them. In fact, they cannot set great goals for them because ordinary goals are easy to set, but a goal which can give you an, an unexpected result and you do not know the way to achieve it, it is not a great goal at all. So let's begin your goal setting plans. In this section, I will explain how to set personal goals. It starts with your lifetime goals and then works through a series of lower level plans culminating in a daily to-do list. By setting up this structure of plans, you can break even the biggest life goal down into a number of small tasks that you need to do each day to reach the lifetime goals. The first step is setting personal goals is to consider what you want to achieve in your lifetime. A setting lifetime goals that gives you the overall perspective that shapes your other aspects of your decision-making process. To help uh, give you a broad and uh, balanced coverage of uh, all important areas in your life, try to set goals in some or all of the following categories. For example, artistic. Do you want to achieve any artistic goals? If so, what are they? Do you want to write a book, paint a masterpiece, or write a song? What about goals in attitude? Does your own mindset hold you back from the, uh, making the progress? Is there any part of the, of the way that you behave that upsets you? For example, do you talk too much sometimes? If so, set a goal to improve your behavior or find a solution to the problem. Or career goals, what level do you want to reach in your career? Is it your goal to be the boss to own company someday? Or, or do you want to be the president of someone else's company? What about goals in education? Is there any knowledge you want to acquire, in particular some area of study that you would like to pursue? What information and skills you will need to achieve these goals. What about family? Do you want to be a parent? If so, how are you going to be a good parent? How do you want your par partner or family members to see you too? What about financial goals? How much do you want to earn by what age in your life? What can you do to make that come about? What can you do? What about physical goals? Are there any athletic goals you want to achieve or, or, or do you want good health deep into old age? What steps are you going to take to achieve this? What about pleasure? How do you want to enjoy yourself? You should ensure that some of your life is geared toward making yourself happy for no reason other than being happy. Service. Do you want to make the, the world a better place by your existence? If so, how you will do it? Once you have decided your goals in these categories, you have to assign a priority to them if you want to succeed. 
Then review the goals and reprioritize until you are satisfied that they reflect the shape of the life that you want to lead. Also, you should ensure that the goals that you have set are the goals that you want to achieve and not what your parents and spouse or family or employers want them to be. Success only happens when you are working for your own well-being because doing it for others will ensure that you sabotage your own success. Setting your goals effectively. Once you have set your lifetime goals, the best thing that you can do is set a 25-year plan of smaller goals that you should complete if you are to reach your lifetime plan. From there, you can just shorten your overall goal span. For example, you set a five-year plan, a one-year plan, or a six-month plan, and a one-month plan of progressively smaller goals that you should reach to achieve your lifetime goals. Okay? So, you see... By starting out slowly, you are giving yourself the chance to realize and work on achieving the goals that you set out to. Nobody ever succeeds at attaining a goal that was forced through. Those that tried never really got what they were hoping for. In rushing through and trying to achieve your goals quickly, you will likely miss a few key aspects that can really change your outcome. In 2017, I gained around 3.2 million followers on social media. I earned more money than ever and got so many new opportunities. If you want to know how you can do that, download my free manual Social Media Warrior at www.warriorfamily.com. Think of this this way. If you were to run a 10,000 kilometer marathon and decided to take a cab for half of the journey, but have you really achieved that goal? Would you be satisfied when you cross the finish line? Probably no. It would be a hollow victory that could only provide a moment of happiness. Finally, set a daily to-do list of the things that you should do today to work towards your lifetime goals. At an early stage, these goals may be to read books and gather information on the achievement of your goals. This will help you to improve the quality and the realism of your goal setting and, in effect, make it easier to achieve them. You also have to review your plans and make sure that they fit the way in which you want to live your life. Once you have decided what your first set of plans will be keep the process going by reviewing and updating your to-do list on a daily basis. You have to periodically review the longer-term plans and change them to reflect your changing priorities and experiences in your life. Setting your goals effectively. There is a difference in setting your goals and setting them effectively. Anyone can set a goal, but doing it effectively means that it will actually get done. There are so many things that you can do to better your life, but if you don't know how to go about it, you are stuck. The following guidelines that I will tell you will help you to set effective goals and help you manage your time in an efficient manner that will cause those goals to become reality. State each goal as a positive statement. Express your goals in a positive way. This is a key component to setting goals that you can attain.
How often have you been excited to accomplish a goal that didn't even sound good when you brought it up? If you are not comfortable or happy with the goals that you have set, the likelihood of you succeeding is really pretty low. If you want to express your goals in a positive way, you simply have to first think of a goal that puts a smile on your face when you imagine it and when you imagine it completed. Why would you want to set a goal that made you frown or cringe or cry? When you are beginning to set your goals, it helps when you are talking about them to others in a manner that states your actions as positive because it will have others seeing it as a positive as well. That will garner you a great deal more support from the people that support you, of course. In the end, don't we all need a little support when we are trying to do something positive in our lives? Another thing is to be precise. Set a precise goal that includes starting dates, times and amounts so that you can properly measure your achievement. If you do this, you will know exactly when you have achieved the goal and can take complete satisfaction from having it achieved. Being precise in setting your goals is no more than setting them with exact details. It is easier this way because then you can follow a step-by-step -step format. That is all there is it to it. And then set priorities. When you have a several, give each a specific priority. This helps you to avoid feeling overwhelmed by too many goals and helps to direct your attention to the most important ones and follow each succession. Setting priorities will force you into the step-by-step -step format above. By doing the most important first and moving to the last or least important in succession, you are enabling each task to be easier than the last one. It causes the accomplishment of each task to get easier and easier, which will encourage you to complete your goal. And then also very important, write your goals down. This crystallizes your goals and gives them more force. In writing your goals down, you are better able to keep up with your schedule's task for each accomplishment. It also helps you to remember each task that needs to be done and allows you to check them off as they are accomplished. Basically, you can better keep track of what you are doing so as not to repeat yourself unnecessarily. Keep Parisian goals small. Keep the low-level goals you are working towards small and easy to achieve. And if a goal is too large, then it can seem that you are not making progress towards it. Set performance goals, not outcome goals. You should take care to set goals over which you have as much as a control as you can. There is nothing more dispiriting than failing to achieve a personal goal for reasons that are beyond your control. This could be maybe bad business environments, poor judging, bad weather, injury or just plain bad luck. If you base your goals on personal performance, then you can keep control over the achievement of your goals and get satisfaction from achieving it. Or them, if you have more, more goals. So let's see how goal setting can go wrong. Goal setting can go wrong for a number of reasons. When these things happen, 
It can be a great but be devastating to the self-esteem and can make the idea of setting any new goals mute. Before we can look into what we can do about solving these goals, setting problems, let's see what the problems can be. This section is really no more than a more detailed explanation of the above section, but it, I felt personally that it needed a section of its own to help you set your sights slowly on how setting your goals can go wrong. It is better that you prepare. If it seems repetitious, it is because it is, but it's very necessary for this guide, especially for quick referencing later if you want. So let's see. Outcome goals can be set instead of performance goals because it forces you to focus on the end result immediately instead of taking your time to go through the steps of goal setting. When you set goals properly, you will be doing it in a step-by-step -step manner. Where you are using outcome goals and you fail to achieve the goal for reasons outside your control, this can be very dispiriting and can lead to loss of enthusiasm and feelings of failure. Always set performance goals instead as this will give you a higher chance of succeeding. And then... Goals can be set unrealistically high. When a goal is perceived to be unreachable, no effort will made it to achieve. Set realistic goals so that you can best decide how to go about achieving them. In retrospect to the above, goals can be set so low that you feel no challenge or benefit in achieving the goal. Setting goals has been a waste of time. Always set goals that are challenging enough to be worth the effort, but not out of reach. Goals can be also so vague that they are useless. It is difficult to know whether vague goals have been achieved. If achievement can't be measured against your expectations, then your self-confidence will not benefit from goal setting, nor can you observe progress toward a greater goal. Set precise and quantitative goals. Goal setting can be unsystematic too, sporadic and disorganized. In this certain case, goals will be forgotten and the achievement of goals will not be measured and feedback will not occur into new goals. The major benefits of uh, goal setting have been completely lost. Be organized and regular in the way that you see and use goal setting process. What about next? Too many goals that are not given priority may be set, leading to a feeling of overload. Remember that you deserve time to relax and enjoy being alive and not solely focused on your goals and achievements. Where goal setting does go wrong, not only are the benefits of goal setting lost, but the whole process of goal setting can fall into disrepute. By avoiding these problems and setting goals effectively, as described in the previous chapters, you can achieve and maintain a strong forward leap into your future into your bright future. Setting career goals. One of the toughest issues in making a good career, good career choice and career goal setting is identifying what is it that you want. 
Even when it seems that you know what you want, you may still have doubts on if your career choice is the right one or not. Reaching clarity in those issues may be the most important thing you can do in your career planning and goal setting. Here are a few career goal setting guidelines that can help. Most people, even very successful ones, have some periods in their career path when they seem unsure about their career choice and goals. It is totally human to feel their way. Often such periods just maybe come and go. For example, they come when you face some overwhelming obstacles on your way. It is all over as soon as you get through these obstacles. That situation by itself, it is not a problem of choosing a career, only a test of your perseverance in seeing it through. But what if those doubts persist? What then? Or if they always live somewhere in the background of your thoughts? If it just does not feel right, what then? If this is the case, then it is time to look more carefully at your career choice and overall career objectives. This is the right time then. Often we choose or are placed in a career because it just seems like the right step to make or that is what you studies, uh, your studies have focused on or your parents told you to do. The only problem is that sometimes that passion that we once had as a young adult are now gone completely or the realism of the job, everyday job, has taken the interest and joy completely out of it. That is when it is time to set a new career goal or objective. Choosing the right career goal to sink into requires a great deal of soul searching. You need to ask yourself these questions beforehand. Am I making the kind of money that I want to make? Do you make the kind of money that you want to make? Next question to ask yourself is, do I want to make more money that I am making right now? Or does money even matter to me? Do I like what I am doing right now? Or what am I passionate about? Or what could I be doing that would make me happier that, than I am right now at this moment? Or would I be happier simply switching positions or getting a promotion? Or would I be happier changing careers altogether, completely? Or why am I still working here? Or the next question, what is stopping me from leaving this job or getting that promotion? Or what is stopping me from leaving this job? These are all vital questions that you have to ask yourself before deciding what your career goals are going to be. If you are honest with yourself, you will know exactly what direction you should be going. Without being honest with yourself, you can't expect to better your life. You can only expect to have to ask yourself these questions all over again until you find your true happiness. So let's see about what we can tell about setting career goals. So your goal. Planning a career move is much like mapping your route for a road trip. 
If you don't know where you are going, you can't decide how to get there. But if you don't know where you are going, you will get there much faster. Goals like go back to school are too general and not specific enough. You have to translate these goals into specific statements such as enter a college accounting program by next fall. Or, for the next two months, search for work in the computer securities field. You have to know exactly what you want to do and when to go about it. Plan backwards. Okay? But then you, when you know, you plan backwards. One of the best ways to move forward <laughs> is to plan backwards. It's funny. One of the best ways to move forward is to plan backwards. <laughs> Start by asking yourself if you can accomplish your goal today. If you can't, why do you think that is? What do you have to do first? Is there something you have to do before that? Keep thinking backwards like uh, this until you arrive at the task you could do today, right now, at this moment. This will help you to attain the goal's starting point. For example, if your goal is to take a two-year business administration program, could you start today? No? No? Really? Okay. You have to be accepted to the program first. Am I right? The question is, could you be accepted today into the program? No? Because you have to apply first. So could you apply today? No, you have to decide which post-secondary institution to apply to. But could you decide today which one? No, you have to do some research first and so on. I could do this all day, but you get the point probably. Huh? Don't worry if your list of things to do becomes several lists. Okay, now let's talk about dealing with your fears and expectations of yourself. So look over your list of things you will have to do to achieve your goal. Do you believe that you can do it? If you have doubts, take some time to think them through first, through all the doubts, through all the limitations. Or are your expectations realistic? Have you succeeded or failed at tasks that were similar to this before? What can you do to improve your chances of success this time around? For example, if there is a good chance you will not follow through with your plans, you have to ask yourself why. Warrior Productivity Strategies is a free ebook you can download at www.warriorfamily.com. It will help you be productive, focused, and motivated. You will achieve great success in a short amount of time. Are you a professional procrastinator? <laughs> if so, what can you do to make sure that you will keep going until you reach your goal? Are you just maybe afraid of failing? If so, work at improving the skills you will need. Or test the waiters by taking an evening or distance education course before you sign up for a whole program. If you are having trouble identifying your fears or figuring out how to deal with them, talk to people you trust. Ask for their suggestions, but always make your own decisions. You can 
ask other people for suggestions, but always make your own decisions. Setting goals for fitness and health. Before beginning any fitness program, you need to decide what it is you want out of it. Do you want to improve your appearance, maybe build uh, physical skills or endurance or flexibility or strength, or are you trying to lose weight? Make sure these activities, the, the activities that you pick, meet the goals for you that you want to get out of it. But before you start, set yourself up for success. It is important not to undermine yourself with goals that are too long term or impossible to attain. For example, I want to lose all my extra weight before summer. <laughs> It's too unrealistic, particularly if you have a great deal of weight to lose and the summer is three weeks away or three months away. Too often goals are an end result of whatever program we choose and not a part of it. You have to make goals an active part of your life by creating goals that lead to the next goal works best. This is the best way. It is just like the backwards technique mentioned in the previous section. For instance, setting a goal to lose 10 pounds or 10 kilos puts the goal at the end without putting too much pressure on you right away. You can add to this goal once it is achieved and so on. Setting a goal to join an aerobic class and attend it three times a week makes the weight loss goal a part of the program. You will have set a goal that is achievable almost immediately. This gives you a sense of accomplishment, which is an incentive to setting and achieving the next goal. And then you have to keep a record. Write your goals down so you have something to look forward to as well as back on. To begin, map out no more than eight weeks of activities towards your first fitness goal. Working within your lifestyle, decide on a regular program. It is not necessary to work out every day, especially when beginning a new program as your body is not used to the stress. But our bodies become tired if we expect it to do hard work seven days a week. This is normal. Exercising every other day is a safe and realistic goal if you are a beginner. Keep track of how much time you want to spend doing an activity followed by how much time you will actually spend on it. Not everyone is looking at fitness and health to lose weight. Perhaps you are just looking to better your health. In this case, you should think of this. We tend to focus most on the area of our health in our lives when our health is already failing or less than stiller. Unfortunately, it may sometimes take a life-threatening event like illness or some type of physical rehabilitation to give us a wake-up call to make tough changes in our current health habits. We try to follow through on sound health principles such as enough sleep, I need it, yeah, really, a healthy diet and plenty of exercise. Yet we may not have the time in our busy schedule or have strong enough willpower to implement a balanced and healthy lifestyle. With the pressures of the fast-paced world in which we live, stress can set in and can take its toll. These days, we are on the road more often than ever before. What that means is that we are eating on the road. 
as well, which doesn't <laughs> always offer us the best, you know, you understand, healthiest choices. Chocolate, sandwiches, and so on. We are lucky to get six, maybe seven hours of sleep, especially if we have small kids per night, while we now work at least six days per week or even more. The old saying, at least I have my health, is finally starting to mean something to a great deal of people. You might be wondering what you can do to improve your health. But the first thing to do is to prioritize what is most important to you in your individual lifestyle. You can begin by asking yourself these questions. What is my current exercise goal this month or do I even have a goal? Or ask yourself, what gets in my way when starting or continuing a balanced healthy maintenance program? Or what is my target weight and my plan and time frame to get there? Or how can I improve, how can I improve and getting more sleep? Mm, this is a good question for me too. Or what is my ideal overall appearance hopes? Would a personal trainer help me develop and reach my goals more effectively? And can I afford a trainer? It's a good question. A seventh question you can ask yourself is, of the meals I eat each month, how can I eat healthier? And what, I, what can I change in order to eat healthier without getting bored? This can get boring, really, yeah? Or eighth question, what books and classes can I take to improve upon my health and acquire some new knowledge? Or is it time for me to go in for a complete physical and when the last one was that I had? <laughs> the last checkup, I don't remember really. And the 10th question, how can I reduce or completely eliminate alcohol, chemical dependencies, and or smoking in my body? Or what ways may I be able to cook in a healthier manner? Or 12th question, how can I improve my current heart rate, my blood pressure and cholesterol count? <laughs> the fact of the matter is that it doesn't matter what your, what your fitness health goals are. If you have read and listened the above sections on setting goals properly and this section about fitness and health, you are ready to go. You have to be honest with yourself at all times when it comes to your personal goals. You should also consult a doctor before making any changes to your diet or exercise regimen to ensure that you will not harm yourself. That is all there is it to it. Resources from this interview are available online. Visit www.warriorfamily.com and download the free book Lessons from Millionaires with all the resources mentioned in the interview. If you want to be a warrior who has it all, visit www.warriorfamily.com and download my ebooks for free. Learn all about warrior productivity, habits, mindset, marketing and sales strategies confident boosters and many other things. I promise that you won't be disappointed. More valuable content is 
waiting for you on my social media profiles. Instagram, Smillion Mori, YouTube and Facebook, Smillion Mori, Warrior Family, Twitter, Smillion Mori, and LinkedIn, Smillion Mori.